Hey, Sarah, I love that spring break vlog you posted on Zigazoo. OMG, you watched it? Yeah, it was so cool. I think you're so talented. Social media is only positive with Zigazoo, the world's largest and safest social media network for kids. In Zigazoo, all community members are verified kids like yours, and all content is fully human moderated. Try out Zigazoo this spring break. Download the Zigazoo app today. Managing your diabetes just got easier. The powerful new Dexcom G7 lets you see your glucose numbers on your compatible watch and phone without finger sticks. And because Dexcom G7 is the most accurate CGM system, you can be confident in your food, exercise, and medication decisions. And all those decisions can lead to big results like more time in range and lower A1C. Get started at Dexcom.com. Dexcom data on file 2023. If your glucose alerts and readings from the G7 do not match symptoms or expectations, use a blood glucose meter to make diabetes treatment decisions. For a list of compatible devices, visit Dexcom.com. Martha Stewart, the original influencer. When I think about anything, I think about the way that she did it first. The media mogul. The six years ahead, she saw what was coming. The prisoner, the rise, the fall, and the reinvention of an American icon. Once Martha paved the road, everybody else pretty much copied her. A CNN original series, The Many Lives of Martha Stewart, now streaming on Max. Billie Eilish and Phineas O'Connell, they're with us today on Crew Call. I'm your host, Anthony DeLisandro. Billie's vocals, it was automatic art. You know, I had to like choose a more challenging route than just like da 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 da. You know what I'm saying? Like it could have been like easier. And a lot of people have asked me like, how did you choose to have it be so soft and like so simple? And what else was it going to like? That's what the song wanted. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Crew Call podcast on Deadline. Scott Seidenberg on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. Scott Seidenberg here with you, coming to you live from the Circus Sportsbook in downtown Las Vegas. It's the look ahead here on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. You can follow me on Twitter at Scott's On Air. Follow us all at VSIN Live. And a welcome in to our proud new listeners in St. Louis. On 9.20 a.m. WGNU, our proud new affiliate. Another exciting step in the growth of VSIN as we can now be heard 24-7 on 9.20 a.m. WGNU in St. Louis. Be sure to go to vsin.com to find out all the ways that you can watch and listen to VSIN, whether it's YouTube TV, Xfinity, Fubo, Sling, or on any of your local radio affiliates, in addition to iHeartRadio, TuneIn, all that fun stuff as well. Uh, This is the look ahead as we take a look ahead to what's coming up here on your Wednesday schedule. Well, Tuesday was a very interesting night. We had Major League Baseball playoffs, which two series were concluded in the American League. The Astros defeated the White Sox 10 to 1, finishing off their ALDS at three games to one and advancing to the ALCS against the Red Sox. Currently right now, the Astros are are favored over the Red Sox to win that series. And uh, I would think that's the right side of it. Um, It's not a heavy line. It's minus 160 now. It says 155 there on your screen. It's actually minus 160, so the move line has moved there. And um, the Red Sox at plus 125. So that is your odds there for that series. And in the National League, the Atlanta Braves... 
thanks to Freddie Freeman, uh, did beat the Brewers 5-4, to four, so they advance to the NLCS and await the winner of the Dodgers and the Giants. The Dodgers stave off elimination with a 7-2 win over the Giants, so the over does hit in that game. Uh, they had some, added some insurance there late in the game. And so now the Dodgers and Giants will play on Thursday in a win-or-go-home Game five, it will be Julio Urias on the hill for the Dodgers and Logan Webb on the mound for the Giants. And your current odds are even. It is minus 110 each way for the Giants and the Dodgers in game five. The total is six and a half. But in terms of looking at the odds to win the World Series, the Astros are your favorite right now, plus 190. The Dodgers are your second favorite at plus 265. Red Sox next at plus 380. Braves at plus 450, followed by the Giants at plus 475. To win the National League, the Braves are at plus 150. The Dodgers are at plus 150. The Giants are at plus 225. If you want a value play on the odds to win the league, it would be the Giants or the Dodgers. And the reason why I say that is because right now you're getting plus money on the Dodgers or the Giants. And whoever wins that series is going to be a favorite over the Atlanta Braves. So your last chance to get them plus money is now before they play game five. The Giants at plus 225, the Braves at plus 150. I believe that these both these picks are great value because, one, you look at what the odds are for just game five, it's minus 110 both ways. So instead of minus 110 in game five, you're getting plus 150 and plus 225. And the reason why I say that is because I do believe the winner of that game five is going to beat the Braves and go to the World Series. So you're getting them at plus money value in Game 5, and you're getting them at plus money in the NLCS, which they will be favored in. So your last chance to get plus money on the Giants or Dodgers is now. Plus 225 on the Giants, plus 150 on the Dodgers. And uh, if you're looking again at that, you know, just to win the World Series, Dodgers are plus 265, Giants are plus 475 as an even line in game five, minus 110 for uh, Urias against Logan Webb. I saw some crazy stat online, and I want to pull it up so I can accurately uh, give it to you guys. Um, And I believe it's, let's see here, it has to do with Logan Webb and the Giants. Uh, And let's see. Okay. The Giants, and this is from uh, our very own Greg Peterson, does a great job here at VEASAN. They're 20-2 and in Logan Webb's last 22 starts. Hard to fade those numbers, right? 20-2 and in Logan Webb's last 22 starts. Those are absolutely wild numbers. That's like Max Scherzer numbers with the Dodgers as they were, what, 12-0 and in Scherzer starts? Well, 12-1 and as they lost the other nights. So that's a look at what's going on in Major League Baseball. No games here on Wednesday. Game five will be on Thursday between the Dodgers and the Giants. On Friday, it will be game one between the Red Sox and the Astros. And then on Saturday, 
it'll be NLCS Game 1 and ALCS Game 2. The NHL season got underway on Tuesday with two games. It was the defending champion Tampa Bay Lightning, uh, defending two-time Stanley Cup champions Tampa Bay Lightning, at home against the shorthanded Penguins. The Penguins playing without three of their top players, Sidney Crosby, Evgeny Malkin, and Jake Gunsel. But it didn't matter because the Penguins went out there and really shut down the Lightning. Uh, Tampa Bay at one point, you know, had single-digit shots on goal for a large part of this game. It was uh, Tristan Jari who played really well in net for Pittsburgh. I think he had, uh, let's see, 28 saves on 26 shots. Tampa scored two goals. This is what happened in this game. So if you had the under, I just feel really bad for you because this was a 3-0 game with about five minutes left in the game. Tampa Bay scores to make it 3-1. They then pull the goalie. Tampa, uh, Pittsburgh scores on the empty net. It's now 4-1. to one. So Tampa brings back the goaltender and concedes. But they score. It's now 4-2. to two. So they empty the net again. Pittsburgh puts in the empty netter. It's 5-2. to two. Pittsburgh then puts in another empty netter to make it 6-2. to two. It was 3-0 with five minutes left. The game ended 6-2. to two. And that game goes over. Penguins, as an underdog, do cover the line, winning outright. And then in the nightcap, it's the Vegas Golden Knights against the brand-new expansion Seattle Kraken. Vegas had a 3-0 lead in this game. And for Vegas puck line bettors like myself, uh, we were off to a very good start. But then Seattle came back. They tied it 3-3. Vegas gets the go-ahead goal. Vegas unable to put in an empty netter. And the score finishes at 4-3. The game goes over the total. Vegas does win, and they cover the heavy money line because they were uh, like minus 260 at some books, minus 290 at some point. Uh, Heavy, heavy money line favorites. So they do cover that, but they do not cover the 1.5 on the goal line. The Kraken do cover the one and a half on the goal line. Again, the game does go over the posted total and it finishes at seven goals. Uh, on Wednesday, there uh, it's not a full slate of games, but you have uh, five games on your schedule. The Canadiens at the Maple Leafs. Toronto is a minus 170 favorite. The Rangers at the Capitals. Washington, a minus 130 favorite. The Blackhawks at the Avalanche. Colorado, minus 200. The Canucks at the Oilers, Edmonton minus 175. The Jets at the Ducks, and the Jets, the lone road team as a favorite, they are minus 150. High totals across the board. Uh, you're going to find sixes for uh, the most part, six and a half for Canucks and Oilers. Um, and you're going to get five and a half for the Jets and the Ducks. Now, Colorado is the heaviest favorite on the board at minus 200. Uh, in fact, it's probably higher at this point. But the Avalanche are your favorite to win the Stanley Cup. They are the favorite to win the President's Trophy, to have the most points. And uh, hard-pressed to see them start the season with a loss, considering the high expectations that they have going into this season. So if I was looking to make a play here on this Wednesday NHL slate, I'd probably go with some sort of money line parlay with Colorado. Because 
I don't want to lay 210. Now, the minus goal and a half run line for Colorado is plus 110. That could be a good bet because, uh, you know, if Colorado's going to have a win in regulation, there's always the empty net opportunity. Did just get burned on it, though, here with the Vegas Golden Knights as I had the puck line at minus goal and a half, and it did not come through. Uh, maybe taking a look at the Avalanche on the 60-minute line could help, So, meaning that they would have to win in regulation. Uh, however, um, if they only win by one goal, it uh, can become a push if you just have that 60-minute um, line at minus one goal as opposed to a reduced uh, money line there. But if you're looking for a money line parlay of teams that I think can win, I would go with, I guess, uh, I guess you can go with Toronto, the other heavy favorite on the board, and uh, have them to win over the uh, Canadiens. So you'd go Toronto and uh, Colorado. Those two of them combined is at plus 125, if you wanted to take a look at that. But I think Colorado will win their game. And Colorado is going to be a team that you're going to back for the large part of the season because they will be good. Um, Colorado is going to be the best team this year. There's a reason why they're heavily favored. They are that good. And tomorrow might be their run, their start of their run. So we'll monitor that as we watch them take on the Chicago Blackhawks. I'm Scott Satterberg. You can follow me on Twitter at ScottsOnAir, S-C-O-T-T-S-O-N-A-I-R. Take a look at some NFL news and notes and the lines coming up for week six, which kicks off on Thursday night with Tampa at Philadelphia coming up next here on The Look Ahead on Visa. Oh, it's such a clutch pickup, Dave. I know, right? I was worried we'd bring back the same team. Oh, no, I meant those blackout motorized shades. MVP of the room. Blinds.com made it crazy affordable to replace our old blinds. Hard to install? No, it's easy. Even you could do it. Nice. I installed these and then got some for my mom, too. What, you fly across the country to do the install? Nope. Blinds.com can do it all. All she had to do was pick what she wanted. She talked to a design consultant for free and scheduled a professional measure and install. Look at you, Hall of Fame son. Oh, I just picked the winning team. They're the number one online retailer of custom window coverings in the world. Oh, Blinds.com is the GOAT. The GOAT. He shoots. He scores. Go to Blinds.com for 40% off site-wide and a 100% satisfaction guarantee. Go right now for 40% off site-wide at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Martha Stewart, the original influencer. When I think about anything, I think about the way that she did it first. The media mogul. The six years ahead, she saw what was coming. The prisoner. The rise. The fall and the reinvention of an American icon. Once Martha paved the road, everybody else pretty much copied her. A CNN original series, The Many Lives of Martha Stewart, now streaming on Max. Welcome to the Scene to Scene podcast. I am your host, Valerie Complex. Today, I am chatting with Ji Young Yu. Ji Young stars as co-lead in the six-part limited series, Expats. I think I learn a little bit with every character that I play. I think usually I play a character and it causes enough introspection that I learn something about myself. I honestly can't gush enough about Freaky Tales. I'm so excited to share it with more people. If you like what you hear, be sure to review, like, and subscribe to the Scene to Scene podcast. 
Have you heard about the social media platform for kids? It's called Zigazoo. It's a great place where kids like me can come together to make fun videos. Zigazoo is moderated by real live people who review content before it's posted on the feed. Oh, <laughs> I especially love the dance challenges. So much fun. Oh, and there's no comments or messaging, so you don't get any of that negativity that's all over other social networks. All oh, my friends love it. I love that it's kids safe COPPA certified. Uh, I don't know what that means. It means it has built-in privacy protections for your online data. Uh, that's great, but I wouldn't be doing Zigazoo if it wasn't fun. She would not be doing it if I didn't think her data was safe. Zigazoo, the world's largest social network. For kids! <laughs> Download the Zigazoo app today. This is The Look Ahead on VSIN, the sports betting network. Back here, the look ahead on VSIN, the sports betting network. NFL Week 6 will kick off Thursday Night Football at the Tampa Bay Bucks at the Philadelphia Eagles. The Bucks laying six and a half. Tampa Bay is the second leg of my teaser that I gave out going into Monday Night Football. I had the Ravens and the Bucks as the two legs of the teaser. We got very lucky that the Ravens won that game. So the Ravens did uh, hold on and they covered as the uh, minus one thanks to the teaser. And now just need the Bucks to cover as minus one on the teaser. The line has dropped down from seven, though, to six and a half. Uh, the Bucks will be without Rob Gronkowski for this game, it looks like, as he's still dealing with that rib injury. And the Eagles could be without Lane Johnson. He did not practice on Tuesday. Have to monitor his situation. But if he's missing, obviously still a big blow to that offensive line. Uh, the total in that one is 52 and a half. And, you know, taking a look at the Bucks, they are a teaser spot. And we talk about teaser spots all week in the NFL. So let's take a look at the teaser spots for this week. The Bucks certainly six and a half. You can move them down to a half. Uh, and that would be a good teaser spot there. Um, they were at seven, certainly getting them below the touchdown is uh, a big bonus, but at six and a half, still a good spot to get them down to essentially just a pick them. Uh, you could take the um, other teams that you could tease down if you were so inclined. The Kansas City Chiefs are minus seven on, on the road at Washington. You think Casey wins, you tease them down, you get them at minus one. Buffalo Bills on Monday night can tease down to a pick them as they are six-point favorites against the Titans. Some of the high favorites that you can possibly tease down, the Rams are 10.5. So, I mean, teasing them down would not get them below a touch, would not get them uh, below a field goal. You'd need them to cover a touchdown, but you do get them below, below 10 and below 7. Uh, the Colts at 9.5, you would only get them below 7, so not really a candidate there. In terms of teasing up, Teams that you could tease up. The Panthers are plus one. You could get them at plus seven. If it gets to one and a half, would be ideal. So you can get them at plus seven and a half. Uh, elsewhere, any underdogs that you could tease up? Doesn't don't really see a lot on this schedule for dogs that you can tease up to get them beyond uh, the numbers that you would want to get them beyond. The Bears are at plus four and a half. If you want to tease them up, you get them at ten and a half. So you go through the numbers of 7 and 10. Uh, it was a big week for favorites last week in the NFL. Uh, so I'm sure the public did well. Books definitely got crushed last week when it comes to Moneyline favorites. Moneyline favorites this week 
there's not going to be a lot because I do think, you know, Rams are probably the lock, right? The Giants are so banged up. Um, Daniel Jones in the concussion protocol. Saquon Barkley with that ankle is, um, you know, not going to play. And who knows how long he's going to be out. Kenny Galladay's dealing with an injury. Everyone's just banged up on this Giants team. So the Rams, I can't see any way they lose. They, they're probably going to be a popular survivor pick if you're just going to pick survive in advance and not really go on game theory. Uh, the Colts could be a survivor pick as well over the Texans, although I think that's a dangerous spot. The Indianapolis Colts, you want to talk about a team being banged up. They are dealing with injuries. Xavier Rhodes and, uh, and um, uh, Xavier Rhodes is in the concussion protocol. And that's a huge loss for their secondary because, you know, they're already, if Rocky Seen doesn't play, uh, they, without Xavier Rhodes, their best cornerback. And also, oh, Andrew Sandejo, also in the concussion protocol, their safety. So you're talking about an extremely banged up secondary for the Indianapolis Colts who could not come up with a stop defensively against the Baltimore Ravens, a game that they were winning 22 to nine in the fourth in the fourth quarter, excuse me, they could not come up with a stop. They had plenty of opportunities to win that game. Could not do it. It was their best offensive performance against the uh, Baltimore Ravens, and they still lost that game in overtime. So now you take a look at that defense without its starting players already on offense. You know, no Quentin Nelson, Braden Smith, their t- their tackles still out. Uh, this is just a ba- this is just a banged up football team, and going up against the Texans, you know this line was at ten, and now it's nine and a half, and I could see it going lower. I think this is a dangerous spot. If I was, you know, and 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 I'm still alive in Survivor, thanks to the Ravens, but I'm not going to take the, the Colts here. I'm going to avoid the Colts, and you know, hope that they lose. Uh, I'm going to avoid the Rams too because everyone's going to be on the Rams, and, and I know that the Giants are not going to upset them, but why not? I mean, the Rams are a great team. We're probably going to save them. Uh, I, I thought about the Dallas Cowboys, but I don't want to really take them on the road against the Patriots. Maybe this is the week that they catch a hiccup. Uh, but in terms of a survivor pick this week, like there's a, I don't really know where I'm going to go yet. Because you have um, the Dolphins possibly in London against the Jaguars. Jaguars have lost 20 straight games, and uh, they have also lost games, uh, their last two games in London. Um, you have the Vikings, Panthers, Chargers, Browns. These games are coin flips. Packers against the Bears leaves. You know, I, I like the Packers, but that's kind of a scary spot. Bengals, Lions is a scary spot. The Chiefs at Washington, like Kansas City, could be the play. Um, but would you be shocked if they lose to Washington? I think that the real shocker this season has been the lack of defense from the Washington football team. This was a team that was supposed to be the unit that led the the elite defensive unit. Like this was the, the, the side of the team that was going to lead the way, but they are, they are just allowing way too many points. They're allowing 31 points per game. And that's just not what this Washington defense was supposed to do. So uh, I think the Chiefs will do fine. There's a reason why they're seven-point favorites. But um, could I make them my survivor pick for this coming game? You know, if you take a look each week in our point spread weekly, 
which uh, you can go to vcin.com slash subscribe. Make sure you get your hands on uh, Point Spread Weekly each and every week. There are uh, survivor spots that are detailed in that in the uh, Point Spread Weekly um, newsletter, right? And one of the spots that was written about by Adam Burke, you know, games to consider, Rams over the Giants, Colts over the Texans, but he also lays out, um, oh yeah, Chiefs over Washington. He says the pick is Cowboys over the Patriots. That's crazy. It's not crazy, but it is crazy. The Cowboys, yeah, they could be 5-0. and I mean, they played really well in the opening game against the Tampa Bay Bucks and barely lost that game. The Patriots, uh, you know, the Cowboys are firing, as Adam says, on all cylinders right now. They've had at least 24 first downs in every game. The Patriots, though, they've had 24 first downs in a game just once. They're 27th in yards per attempt on the ground. 28 in adjusted net yards per pass attempt. And the Cowboys, though, this is what I'm a little concerned about, is just I'm concerned about the Cowboys' defense coming up with a big stop. Again, you're not laying points. It's not about covering the spread. It's about just coming away with a win. And the Cowboys should win this game against New England. But looking at the Cowboys' schedule, as you know, you kind of have to do when you're thinking about a survivor pick, is there a better opportunity to take the Cowboys this season? They will play against the Giants again, albeit on the road, but they'll play against the Giants. They'll play at the Eagles. They'll play against Washington twice. They'll play home against the Raiders. And maybe that's the spot that you could consider them? Home against the Raiders? Because that would be... That's the Thanksgiving game, right? November 25th. So that's the Thanksgiving day. You know the Cowboys history on Thanksgiving. Raiders with everything they're going through. And and who knows what this team is going to look like in a couple of weeks, right? Without John Gruden now, we'll see how they do over the course of the next, you know, four weeks or so, five weeks leading up to Thanksgiving. Playing on a short week, you know, the Cowboys are familiar with it. This is something they do every single year. So do you want to save the Cowboys for that Thanksgiving day? Or do you want to take the Cowboys now on the road against the Patriots? Or do you want to take them against the Giants later on in the season? I think I would go with the Kansas City Chiefs because if you look at the Chiefs, as much as they're so, like, the expectations on them, their game against the Giants on Monday Night Football is probably the game that, you know, you would say that's an auto take for them because that's going to be the game that they're probably going to be guaranteed to win. Other than that, this is a tough schedule for Kansas City moving forward. Not sure there's many bankable wins besides that giant game on their schedule. I'm Scott Seidenberg. We'll continue to look ahead to the weekend in the NFL and college football coming up next year on The Look Ahead here on Visa, the Sports Betting Network. This is... 
This is the look ahead on VSN, the sports betting network. Make this football season your best sports betting season ever. Start your VSN free trial today to get full access to our sports betting experts, including 24-7 video streaming, daily best bet emails, betting splits with the money and ticket percentages on every game, plus full access to VSN.com data and analysis. You get everything VSN has to offer for only $22 per month. Sign up now at vcin.com slash subscribe. Scott Sadenberg back here with you. The look ahead here on vcin, the sports betting network. When I looked at the college football schedule and tried to circle some spots that I would dive deeper in for this coming weekend, uh, I looked at the first, uh, the first thing that jumped out at me was Friday night. Friday night, Syracuse, Clemson. Why? A lot of orange. No. Uh, it's going to be a game where Clemson is favored by two touchdowns and Last time they played against Boston College, you know, I talked about it so much. I bet on Boston College plus the 14. I bet on Boston College money line plus 500. While I'm not going to go as far as to take Syracuse on this large money line, I do wonder if 14, 14 and a half is just too much. And it's the same thing that I said when they were getting ready to face Boston College. Now, Boston College is better than Syracuse, but still. Has Clemson's offense shown you anything? that would lead you to believe that they are worthy of being 14-point favorites over anybody. Like, like, let's look at their schedule over the past, you know, this entire season. You have to take out the game that they played, the cupcake game, if you will, that they played early in the season um, against, uh, who was that? Um who did uh, Clemson play second game of the season? I'll tell you in a second. The cupcake game that they played against South Carolina State. That's what I'm looking at. Throw that game out. Against Georgia, Georgia Tech, NC State, and Boston College. In those four games against FBS opponents, they scored three points. They scored 14 points. They scored 21 points and 19 points. This offense should not be favored by two touchdowns over anybody when they're only averaging 21.2 points per game. But that 22.2 factors in the 49-point outburst against South Carolina State. Take that game away. And in the games only against FBS opponents, they are averaging 14.25 points per game. Clemson is averaging 14 points a game. How could they be 14-point favorites over anybody? Syracuse defensively has looked much better this season, and that is including the last two games in which they gave up 40 to Wake Forest, they lost in overtime, and 33 to Syracuse. But still, on the season, they're only allowing 24 points per game. They're allowing about 300 yards of offense per game. I just think that this Clemson team is just a fade for me because I'm not a believer in their offense. But I will say this about Syracuse offensively since Garrett Schrader took over at quarterback 
they have added the new dynamic of their offense, which is the quarterback run. And in the games that he has played since taking over for Tommy DeVito, Garrett Schrader ran for 53 yards and two touchdowns against Liberty. He ran for 137 yards and three touchdowns against Florida State. And last week, 178 yards and a touchdown against Wake Forest. Clemson has yet to play against a mobile quarterback like Garrett Schrader. And so, when you combine running back Sean Tucker with the running ability of Garrett Schrader, and I think this Clemson defense, which has lost key players, including Brian Breesey on that defensive line, they've had a hard time stopping the run. I think that they are in for a, a rude awakening here at the Carrier Dome on a Friday night. And a couple of weeks ago, it was a similar spot for Syracuse at home against a very good Liberty team with a Heisman candidate quarterback in Malik Willis. And that Syracuse team was up for the task in Trader's first start in prime time, under the lights, prime time in the Carrier Dome. And they came out as seven point underdogs and won that game outright. Now, I'm not saying that Cuse is going to win this game outright. They are 5-1 against the spread, though, this season. And Clemson is 0-5 against the spread this season. So 14 points for the home dogs in the orange. Kind of like that. Kind of leaning towards that as a play for me. It was four years ago on a Friday night in the Carrier Dome when Syracuse upset Clemson 27-24. That is, uh, so, uh, this isn't the same Clemson team. This isn't the same Clemson scenario even, right? Clemson's 3-2. and two. But they still have, you know, hopes to win the ACC. But could it be another Syracuse upset on a Friday night in the Carrier Dome? Uh, I think taking the points here, 14, is pretty good. And, I mean, just look at this. Head-to-head over the past couple of years, right? Last year, Clemson won 47-21, okay? Uh, it was, they were 46.5-point favorites. <laughs> um, think about that, because Syracuse was really bad. Syracuse covered. Um, Clemson was a 28-point favorite the year before that, and Clemson actually covered. It was 41-6 was the final score. In 2018, it was a 24-and-a-half-point spread, and Clemson won 27-23. Barely won that game. I think that was the game that Trevor Lawrence got knocked out of, and uh, Chase Bryce had to come in. Anyway, the year before that, was the upset win. That's the one that we're talking about. It's 24-point underdogs. uh, Syracuse won outright at the Carrier Dome, 27-24. And the year before that, it was 2016. It was Clemson as a 28-point favorite, winning 54-0 against Syracuse. So uh, Syracuse has covered three out of the last five times against um, this 
Clemson opponent. Uh, so take it for what it's worth. Syracuse is 28-1 and in the last five years against the spread, revenging a loss. Clemson, 0-5 against the spread as a favorite. Syracuse uh, playing 7-1 to the under in their last uh, eight games uh, versus, well, opponents that, you know, we don't care about stuff like that, but our first opponents prior to playing Pittsburgh. But anyway, uh, taking a look at just where they are this year, Syracuse 3-3 three and three to the over. Clemson 1-4 and four to the uh, over. So four games out of their five have gone under the posted total. Total in this one is 45. But I think uh, Syracuse plus the 14 points would be the way to go in this matchup. There was a college game on Tuesday night. It was a game that I had no play on, and uh, I was shocked to find out the results. Uh, when I was watching, when I turned on the game early, uh, I had both the Tampa Bay Lightning game on and uh, the, ho- the college football game on, and I was, I was very surprised because I talked about it a little bit last night. I thought Appalachian State would win. I just didn't think that they would cover. And I figured that taking the points with Louisiana was the better play at plus four and plus four and a half, thinking that the game could be decided by a field goal, right? I believe those were my exact words. And I said uh, the over would be the look for me, and I think Appalachian State wins uh, but does not cover. Well, Appalachian State did not even come close to winning this football game, so I couldn't have been more wrong when it comes to Appalachian State winning <laughs> because Louisiana started out on started out fast. And they finished fast. Um, they scored, took a 7 nothing lead. They went up 20-6 at the half and finished 41-13. The game goes uh, 54 is what the game finishes at. And uh, the total was 58. So it did go under as it finished at 54. But Louisiana covers <laughs> plus four and a half in a big way, winning 41 to 13 in that performance. And now kind of blow, you know, makes that game next week against Coastal Carolina lose a little bit, a little bit of its luster as uh, it was going to be Coastal Carolina uh, at Appalachian State. And I felt that Appalachian State coming off a win here against Louisiana would be five and one. And that game would have a little bit of juice. But uh, not so much anymore. Coastal probably rolls over Appalachian State coming up next week. I'm Scott Seidenberg. Hit me up on Twitter at ScottsOnAir, S-C-O-T-T-S-O-N-A-I-R. We continue the look ahead here on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. 
Shop Blinds.com right now and save 40% site-wide. Get 40% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Saturdays are for sunshine, especially for your ears. With another election, ongoing wars, and natural disasters, we know the news can be a lot to take in. And we're determined to share the bright side of humanity. Every Saturday, take a breather from the headlines and hear all the uplifting happenings across the world with Five Good Things, a new weekend edition of CNN Five Things. That means you can find this goodness in the same feed as Five Things. Listen to Five Good Things on the iHeartRadio app. Billie Eilish and Phineas O'Connell, they're with us today on Crew Call. I'm your host, Anthony D'Alessandro. Billy's vocals. It was automatic art. You know, I had to like choose a more challenging route than just like, da, 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 da. You know what I'm saying? Like it could have been like easier. And a lot of people have asked me like, how did you choose to have it be so soft and like so simple? And what else was it going to like? That's what the song wanted. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Crew Call podcast on Deadline. Hey, Sarah, I love that spring break vlog you posted on Zigazoo. OMG, you watched it? Yeah, it was edited so well. I think you're so talented. Social media interactions are only positive when you use Zigazoo. Zigazoo is the world's largest and safest social media network for kids. Your kids can upload their content and see what their friends are up to. With Zigazoo, they can create videos, enter to win prizes, and try out the latest dances and trends. There's no commenting, no text messaging, and everything is 100% human moderated. Plus, all community members are real, verified kids just like yours. There are no bots, trolls, or AI. Because Zigazoo is about one thing and one thing only, and that is fun. Try out Zigazoo this spring break and let your kids share your vacation blogs and best edits with their friends safely. Download the Zigazoo app today. That's Z-I-G-A-Z-O-O. This is The Look Ahead on VSIN, the sports betting network. the Bellator 268 action for free with the Bellator MMA Prediction Challenge. Answer questions about how you think it'll all go down on October 16th for your shot at up to $5,000. Head to DraftKings.com slash Showtime now to make your predictions before the fights begin. Who will be one step closer to claiming the light heavyweight throne? Don't miss the light heavyweight World Grand Prix semifinals on Saturday, October 16th, live on Showtime. Terms and conditions apply and other eligibility restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com for details. Scott Zettenberg back here with you with a look ahead here on VSIN, the sports betting network. One other college football spot that I had circled uh, leading up into this weekend's games is a top 25 matchup between number 11 Kentucky and number one Georgia. The Georgia Bulldogs, no doubt, have been the most complete team in college football this season. Uh, They are the favorites to win the national title now over Alabama. And my preseason pick of them to go over 10.5 wins is looking great. My preseason pick of them to win the SEC is looking great. And while I think that they should win and will win against Kentucky, 23 points is so many in this game. Uh, Now, I know what you're going to say. But, Scott, look at what they did to Arkansas. And yes, I will give you that. Uh, Georgia came into that game against Arkansas as a very heavy favorite 
and won 37 nothing. They were, what was the line in that one? 17 points. They were favored over Arkansas. And everyone thought, hey, number eight team Arkansas. Arkansas is coming off big wins. They're doing well. Look at what they can do. Uh, well, 37 to nothing. I actually, and then, of course, they go to Auburn, and they uh, win 34 to 10, covering the line of 14 and a half as they win by 24. Now, I know that they've been a machine. It might be one of the best defenses we've seen in college football. I, I can't even tell you in how many years. That's how good this defense has been. But against Kentucky, against that defense, Kentucky 5-1 and one against the spread. Uh, they are only allowing 17 points per game. And look at that, Georgia. Look at it on your screen. It's only allowing 5.5 points per game. It's just, just ridiculous. Um, I just wonder if Georgia's going to be able to score enough to cover this line. And will Kentucky be able to find the end zone? You know, Kentucky did really well against Florida earlier in this season. A a big win for them. It was a win where uh, they probably should have lost. There was a big special teams play that helped them out in that one. But against a pretty potent Florida offense, Kentucky was able to hold them to just 13 points. They held LSU to 21 while scoring 42. That game against LSU, they looked great. They looked great. I, I, I played it myself. I wish I made it an official play here on the show. Or I gave it out on the show. I wish I made it an official play in the vcin.com write-ups. It's two weeks in a row now that I've backed Kentucky. Can I make it three weeks in a row? And the only reason why I'm thinking about it is because the total in this game is really low. Total's 44 and a half. I do think the game goes under. I really do. And if it does, wouldn't Kentucky plus 23 be the, be the play? Like, if, if Georgia scores 28 points, okay? We'll take out the calculator. We'll do some math here. If Georgia scores 28 points, that leaves set me in 16 points for Kentucky to score before the over hits. And if Kentucky does that, they obviously covered the spread. If Georgia scores 35 points, that would leave only 10 points for Kentucky to score for Georgia for the under to hit. Now, that would cover the line. A 35-10 final would cover the spread here. I just don't think Georgia gets to 35. I I think at most, Georgia's going to get to 24. On this defense, this is what I'm trying to say. On On this Kentucky defense, I think that Georgia gets about 24 points, 27 points. And if that's the case, if this Kentucky defense is going to hold them to under 30, which is, that's, that's what I think is going to happen. As long as they hold them to under 30, 
they're going to cover 23. I don't think Kentucky gets shut out. So a 30-7 to win is a 23-point margin. Again, I don't think Georgia gets the 30. So I I think I got to play Kentucky here just because of that fact, just because of the math, because I just believe that this Kentucky defense is going to be able to hold Georgia to under 30 points. And if they do that, then they just need to get into the end zone once to cover this spread. Now, again, look at what Kentucky has done so far this season defensively. They limited, as I said, LSU to 21 points last week. They limited Florida to 13 points the week before. They held South Carolina to 10 points. They held Chattanooga to 23. That was a terrible game, by the way. They allowed 28 points to Missouri and 10 points to Louisiana Monroe. The Kentucky defense has never once this season allowed 30 points. And so, as long as Kentucky scores a touchdown, they'll cover this spread. If they get shut out and they lose 24-0, they won't cover. If they lose 28-0, they won't cover. As long as they get into the end zone, they will cover 23 because they have yet to give up 30, and I think that trend will continue as they will not give up 30 this weekend to Georgia. So taking them at plus 23, I'm banking on, like I said, 30 to 7 is a 23-point lead, 23-point win, Um, and that would be a push. So I'm going to go with Kentucky, I think, plus the 23 points. Uh, 23 and a half would be fantastic, just just in case, just in case we get to 30 to 7. But, uh, and I mean, if that's the case, if it's like, let's say it's 30 to nothing and Kentucky scores at the end, they're going to go for two. So you never know what's going to happen there. But um, I think the Kentucky defense steps up. It's a huge game. It's a huge game. Georgia's not going to lose it. But do they win by 23? I don't think so. I think they win by 10. Maybe they win by 14, 17, 20 even. You know, maybe, hey, maybe it's a 41-21 game. I don't know. Maybe it's a 20 to nothing game, to be honest with you. That's, that's more likely than 41-21 because the game's going to go under. Maybe it's 20 to nothing. Maybe it's 23 to 3, whatever it is. Uh, but I think the game goes under. I think both, defense will, both defenses will shine. And I think 23 is just too much in this defensive battle. So I'm going to go Kentucky plus the 23 points. So, so far, two spots that I really like on this college football slate are two heavy underdogs in the Friday night Syracuse plus 14 and the Saturday taking Kentucky at plus 23. The other heavy underdog that I was looking at is Central Florida at 20 or 21 points against Cincinnati. But Cincinnati is one of those teams that's like on a mission this year, obviously, to make the college football playoff. And in order to do so, they have to win big against these opponents. Opponents, They have to uh, just really light up the scoreboard. And without Dylan Gabriel, it seems like the wheels have completely fallen off for this UCF team. 
if Dylan Gabriel was still playing and and this was the UCF team that I bet on earlier this season, that this I think I would take them plus the points here. But without, like I said, without Dylan Gabriel, the wheels have come off. It's not the same Central Florida team. Uh, I think that you know I can't bet against Cincinnati knowing that they have to really impress in their wins. So even though it's a high line, they got to score points. They have to limit their opponents, and they have to win big. Because just going undefeated right now might not be good enough to get them in. But going undefeated with the margin of victory and going and winning big against teams that people respect like a UCF, well, that could go a long way. I'm Scott Sandenberg. Follow along on Twitter at Scott's on Air, S-C-O-T-T-S-O-N-A-I-R. This is The Look Ahead here on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. This is VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. Whether you're a novice or a seasoned veteran in the sportsbook, VSIN is here to help you improve your sports betting skills. VSIN has assembled the leading team of insiders and handicappers to analyze every angle of every game, so you can make the most. In- 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 so you can make the most. Hey, Sarah, I love that spring break vlog you posted on Zigazoo. OMG, you watched it? Yeah, it was so cool. I think you're so talented. Social media is only positive with Zigazoo, the world's largest and safest social media network for kids. In Zigazoo, all community members are verified kids just like yours. And all content is fully human moderated. Try out Zigazoo this spring break. Download the Zigazoo app today. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80, live March 20th from the Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City, featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infinity QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Martha Stewart, the original influencer. When I think about anything, I think about the way that she did it first. The media mogul. After six years ahead, she saw what was coming. The prisoner, the rise, the fall, and the reinvention of an American icon. Once Martha paved the road, everybody else pretty much copied her. A CNN original series, The Many Lives of Martha Stewart, now streaming on Max. Hi, I'm Antonia Blythe, and this is 20 Questions on Deadline. Joining me today is Alison Bree. Welcome, Alison. We got second place in my seventh grade lip sync contest for one of the songs on that album. The one that was like, you've already won me over. Oh, that's a good one. Yeah. It's a very all slow. The, all the options. In spite of me. <laughs> like, what did we do? It's so slow. Don't forget to listen to 20 Questions on Deadline. Thank you again, Alison. Thank you.